Welcome to the Team Us Podcast. We're Ted and Ashley Slater. As couples, we all want to win a marriage, right? And we don't mean in a who's right or who's wrong sort of way, but together as a united team. Oneness in marriage isn't always easy, though. Sometimes it's really hard. It can be a struggle to stay connected and face the difficulties of everyday life together. If we're not intentional, it's easy for the us, the you and me, to quickly become you versus me. Well, this podcast is all about marriage as a team and how to live the everyday moments of your marriage together. We'll share honestly and humorously with you about the betters and the worsts of our marriage. You'll hear how grace, commitment, cooperation, and lots and lots of laughter have helped us stay united. Plus, in every episode, you'll also get some practical tips and tools to apply to your marriage. We want to see your team us win. We're cheering you on. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to uh, the Team Us Podcast. This is episode four, right? Yeah, and we're so glad that you are still listening. Absolutely. So today, we're talking about our differences and how they impact our marriages. We all have our individual interests and preferences, and just because we go from me to us doesn't mean we lose those. Some of those differences may even be the reasons that we were attracted to each other in the first place. But those differences that brought you together aren't necessarily the differences that we're talking about today. Instead, we're going to tackle those differences that may have surprised you and have the potential to be divisive in your relationship. So Ted, for us, one of those was how we approach holidays and birthdays, right? Holidays and birthdays. We have had some fun times. We have had some challenging times. Okay, so we had a short, like, dating and engagement. Mm -hmm. It was like a little over a year. Right. So I know some couples have celebrated lots of holidays together Mm -hmm. before they get married. That was Mm -hmm. not our story. Right. I remember uh, Dr. Dobson recommends going through a couple of seasons, a couple of cycles, a couple of years to uh, get to know each other in different seasons. Um, We uh, rejected that advice. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice. It 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 just was not our story and what God had planned for us. But so we had a Christmas wedding. So we spent our very first Christmas as a married couple Hmm. in Paris on our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Like trying standing in we went to Notre Dame to their Christmas Christmas service. Oh my land. Right. It was beautiful. So it was our second Christmas that I kind of met a big shock. Well, I I mean how do you how do you live up to uh, (laughs) Paris? Notre Dame for anyway. Well yeah. Okay. Well, if you put it that way, (laughs) but I grew up, I mean, Christmas is big. You have lots of traditions, lots of celebrations, and you do all these things together and like decorating the tree. So I pull the tree out to decorate it Mm -hmm. and Ted disappears. Like he does not help me. I do it all by myself. Mm -hmm. And I start to realize as we go through Christmas that he is just not as excited as I am about the holidays and I mean, Ted, you remember that was very disappointing for me, right? I do. And we've had more often than not, maybe Christmas is like that, right? Where I've, I've tried, I've recognized that it's important to you, but I haven't, um, I just haven't gotten as involved or excited about the stuff associated with preparing for Christmas, the, you know, the holiday, the the fun part of it. Yeah. Just the festivities and stuff. I, I, I've called you the Grinch in articles I've written. Ah, humble. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it was maybe six years ago, we went from, so we have this artificial Christmas tree that was at our wedding. It's mm. where the gifts put, or that, 
The guests. It's where the guests, thank mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. put the gifts under the tree. Yeah, it was pretty clever. So we have used that for a lot of years. But about six years ago, we got a real tree. We went and cut it down and put it up. And you were kind mm. of forced to help decorate it. Right. I was forced to lug it off the top of the minivan. Yes, and set it up in the <laughs> living room. Carry it into the house, right? Yeah. Make sure it was watered and so on. So that kind of helped bring you into being more engaged and more involved. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as we've had kids, you've started to see the fun of different festivities and different planning. So I think that that has definitely helped. Right. Um, but it's one of those things, like we talked about in the last episode, where I have to focus on progress, progress. and not perfection, because you may not be as excited still as I am when it mm-hmm. comes to Christmas or birthdays. Or birthdays. Birthdays are another thing. Do you remember um, that one birthday that of yours that I um, forgot? Yeah, that was my first birthday, like my first birthday as your wife. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying, like in the afternoon of your birthday, you, told, you said, hey, Ted, uh, do you want to go out like to dinner or something? And I was like, sure. Why? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's my birthday. Oh, I mean, in your defense, in my defense, we were living in Virginia Beach at the time and a hurricane had just come through mm, and I think power, power had been out. out. It was a weird week. But yes, that was that was disappointing. And it I think disappointing. throughout the years, some birthdays you've done well, some you have not mm-hmm. done well. So it's another area of progress and not right. perfection. This last one, we had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. We had yeah. a pinata. Yes. And... Um, and I don't know how you, I don't know if you came up with the idea or the kids did instead of, well, there was some candy in there, but there were also these little capsules that had mm-hmm. like words of affirmation mm-hmm. for me. And it was just so like, it just filled me up to sit there and read these mm-hmm. words of affirmation. So yeah. Well, you had to beat it out of the donkey. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So or was it a taco? I forget. The pinata. Oh, I think it was a taco. Yeah. Yeah. I think we decided we didn't like hitting the donkey. animals, right? No. Right. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, so I think we've discovered, and maybe a lot of you listening have too, that differences don't have to divide you. That when they're approached with the right attitude, they can actually unite us as couples. I know, Ted, for us, our differences have served as a great reminder that we need teamwork. We need unity, cooperation, and commitment, like Mm -hmm. we talked about in a past episode, And we continue to find that as we band together for the common good of our relationship, instead of focusing on the places where we feel disappointed, like holidays, where Mm. our likes are rejected, we'll talk about some of that later, (laughs) Um, it becomes easier to appreciate and not despise. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The other's uniqueness. 
What I think is really interesting is that, um, at least in our marriage, mm-hmm. as we've sought to be a team, our differences have helped forge a confidence or a thick skin. It's a confidence that's left us comfortable enough with each other that we aren't threatened by the differences. Right. Um, and I think that's taken time. I can remember right. times where earlier in our relationship, you would be like, yeah, I don't like that. And it would bother me. But mm-hmm. I think with years and maturity... Um, but you're okay if I don't sit down and watch a Hallmark movie with you now. I prefer you don't. Right. Honestly. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah. how can you band together when sometimes it's difficult to agree on like a movie? We're going to share three things that have worked well in our marriage. So the first one is we build on common interest. Building on common interest reminds us that we do like some of the same things. And when we cultivate those shared interests, it helps keep the places that our interests diverge from dividing us. And I think it can do the same for those listening. Right. So like music, that was a common interest that drew us together. What's funny is you uh, like we like Michael W. Smith, but I like the early Michael (laughs) W. Smith. You like the later. And we both like Petra. Except I like the early Petra and you like the later Petra. But we can appreciate the (laughs) other, you know. But then other kinds of contemporary Christian music and worship music and even other genres of music that... Right. Well, I think that's one thing that initially drew you to me is that you found out that one of the the earliest things I did writing-wise was I wrote music music reviews. Right. And you're thoughtful about it, so... Yeah. And so I, and I take it? my music seriously. So. We hadn't known each other that long. Oh, no. And you were like, hey, let me help you write this music review. It was for <laughs> a brand like, new. Uh, no, thank you. Like but, Watermark, Christine uh-huh. Knuckles, for those of you who may not mm, remember such her guy. and her husband mm. when they were Watermark. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ted volunteered to help me write the review, which at first I was like, oh, this is like doing a group project at school. It's easier <laughs> if I do it by myself. But I thought you were interesting. So I said, okay. And so that's kind of a fun part. And I think music has been a common interest that continues to bring us together over the years. Sure. Like I think when we're in seasons where I might feel like our interests or our, you know, emotions on what's going on with parenting or the world or whatever Mm -hmm. has the potential to divide us, I think back to music that we both love. And sometimes if I just listen to that, it reminds me of those common interests and that can draw us closer together. Does that make sense? Of course. Of course. So other common interests, tacos. Yes. We mentioned tacos already. Yes. We like Mexican, (laughs) Mexican food dives, Uh um, travel. We Mm -hmm. both like to travel. That's, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fun. Right. We've been to San Francisco and down to Florida and California. We've been, we've been a lot of places. good, Good number of places. Yeah. Yeah, New York. New York. Mm, NYC. Yeah. All right. So we build on common interests. Right. We also don't force change. So when you're building on those common interests, I think you're less likely to insist that your spouse likes what you like. For us, I mean, we found that it's okay that we don't favor the same things. And we've kind of mentioned that already, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's like the movie genres. Although I will watch war movies with you. That's true. You have. I've watched quite a few. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're not like, you know. I don't get excited. You, no, you don't about get excited them. about them. But like Band of Brothers, heartbreaking and just riveting. Yeah, you know. Well, and we have daughters, and two of our four daughters like to watch Hallmark movies with me, so right. I still have viewing buddies mm-hmm. for those. 
So I'm trying to think of some other things that we don't like. I don't love the news. I try to stay away from the news. Right. And you've come to the point where you don't ask me to listen to it. You'll actually turn it off if I walk into the room because it just stresses me out. Right. I I think I've probably mentioned before that I listen to NPR in the morning and sometimes in the afternoons. And it's just interesting getting that perspective and hearing the stories and the news from from them. Well, and sometimes you'll tell me about a story because I enjoy their podcasts. I Mm -hmm. do enjoy podcasts like, oh, I can't even think what they're called right now, where they tell different stories from different people. I think they're fascinating. But the actual... Like these are the news stories of the day, mm-hmm. and here's our commentary on it. I don't like hearing that from any right. <laughs> news source. Right. So I think that's one place where you've just accepted that that's not a passion of mine. Right. And like with some things, I might invite you to try it, or I might try to convince you that this is something you'd enjoy. Also, I, news is not one of those things. No, but that actually brings me to the third thing that uh-huh. we do is that we learn to stretch or try new things. Mm, right. So we not only build on. So we build on new common interests together. And sometimes that means that we take an interest that one of us has and the other one tries it to decide if, hey, maybe this will become a new shared common interest. For example, sushi. Right. Yes. Okay. So I enjoyed sushi. <laughs> um, some friends from back in Virginia introduced me to it when I was in my 20s or 30s or something. And I was like, this is good. I liked it. And you were like, mm, nah, raw fish, nah. Yeah, I didn't even want to try it. Just the uh, idea of raw fish. Right. But as we had our, okay, when we had our first two daughters, we have four daughters. I think we've mentioned that before. Our oldest picked out, she was probably four or five, and she picked out a book from the library about this cat that ate sushi. And it occurred to me as I was reading this with her that I was at home with our two daughters a lot more than Ted was. And so I had more influence on what they liked and what they didn't like and what they were introduced to. And I thought, well, that's not really fair, you know? So maybe we should try sushi because Ted likes sushi, even though I'm like, yuck, I don't want to try this. And so I asked her, I said, hey, do you want to try sushi? And she said, yeah. And so I told Ted, I was like, okay, we need to all go try this as a family. Mm -hmm. Now I love sushi. I mean, that took years. We had to where was it? It did. We had some not so good sushi out in California. We had some good sushi in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And then some great sushi in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And then we eat sushi all the time here uh-huh. in, in Georgia. We've lived a lot of places. Lot I'm of sure places. that's going to come up in a future mm-hmm. episode. Um, but I think just being willing to say, hey, I don't think I'm going to like that, but do you love it? So let me try it. You know, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone has been another way that you know, our differences don't divide us, but they unite us right? because we actively look for ways that we can cultivate new, you know. Right. And I, I didn't uh, like old movies, for example, the Cary Grant, the Humphrey Bogart, you know, the old movies, mm-hmm. black and white. And I grew up watching them. Mm-hmm. But now I, I, I really love the old movies. Yeah. We've you made know? our kids watch them too. Mm-hmm. Casablanca. It's a different pacing. There's something different about it, but uh, it's not... You know, the same as, you know, Marvel movies, but... uh, Right. But when you watch those old movies, then you get all these references in new new stuff. I mean, how many times is Casablanca referenced in new stuff? It's true. You know? Or um, was it Rosebud? Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I really appreciate those now, you know? They're cutting edge techniques and so on. And it's kind of a fun thing that we do Mm -hmm. now. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of couples don't watch old movies. They're like, what? You're watching something right. from but like they, 80 years ago? <laughs> but they absurd. have their own things. They have their sure. own shared things. Um, I'm sure, you know, those of you who are listening are thinking of your own examples mm-hmm. of things that you now like because your spouse introduced you to them. So, well, mm-hmm. a friend once told me that the balancing act of being allowed to be two separate people inside of a one-ish marriage can be hard. And she's inside right. Of a what? One-ish? One-ish. I mean, it should be a, okay. you know, but that's kind of a fun yeah. way to phrase it. Um, was that, that could Liz? be Yeah, it yeah, was. Sounds like something she was yeah. Um, but when we choose to work together toward the common good of our relationship, instead of focusing on the places we feel disappointed or our likes rejected, it becomes easier for us to appreciate and not despise the other's uniqueness, as I previously mentioned. And three things mm-hmm. that we've shared that we do that help us with that is we build on common interests, mm-hmm. we don't force change, mm-hmm. and we stretch. We try new things. So what is our us time challenge for us our listeners challenge. this week? Um, well, last time we asked them to watch a movie, right? Yes. Do we ask them to watch another movie? No. no. Well, last time we asked them to also affirm, you know, affirm <laughs> right. how they saw progress in each other and said, hey, by the way, if you also want to watch The Princess Bride, right. do that. Not every challenge relates to watching something. <laughs> Quite a few of them do, huh? So what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking they could go on a date. Ooh. You know, have a date night. Fic- like either date pick a common interest uh-huh. that they, they share, that they right. can continue to build on. Or one of them can decide stretch. to stretch and try something that the other one likes. But avoid the middle one, right? Right. Yeah. Pick either build on a common interest or see a if you can that find you're both a agreeable to. new common interest. Right. I see what you're saying. Don't uh-huh. try to get your spouse to um, stretch in an area where they've already said, right. "I've tried that. Don't like it." Baby octopus. Don't <laughs> don't push them. Right. <laughs> Although I wouldn't push you to do that. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, that should be fun. Yes. Well, we hope this was encouraging and helpful to you. And remember, we're cheering your team us on. The Team Us podcast is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed Ted and Ashley's conversation today, would you leave the show a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It really does help more people like you find the show. This podcast was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. To find more faith-filled, encouraging podcasts like this one, just head over to lifeaudio.com. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.